Welcome to Dicey Stuff, the podcast about life, because, well, the dicey stuff is the realest stuff of our lives. Come along as Lois examines living as a Christian woman in this modern age. Time to roll. Hello, friends. Welcome to Dicey Stuff. My name is Lois Matson, and I'm glad you're here with me. I didn't publish a podcast last week. And I'm late this week. If you've listened before, you heard the podcast about my father-in-law being in the hospital. And he has passed away. And we had his funeral this week. And it's been a rough time for our family. But I've been thinking about resurrection and how the promise of the resurrection is our hope. And it's what we wait for and long for. I only am doing this one briefly this week just to update you and let you know that I, I'm not planning to stop doing this podcast and I'm not planning to skip out on you, but it's been difficult and it's been busy and it's been stressful. So bear with me patiently, please, if you would, and I'm hoping to be back on track here soon. For today, like I said, I've been thinking about the resurrection And Paul writes about it, and he writes so beautifully. He brings us hope. He brings us the gospel. He talks about the resurrection of Christ and how that assures our resurrection, and that if Christ is not raised, then our hope is vain. Our faith is vain, and we're still in our sins. And I'd like to read... 1 Corinthians 15 for you. Sometimes this is called the resurrection chapter. And this is going to be the extent of my podcast this week because I still have family in town and we're spending time together. We're remembering my father-in-law. We honored him the other day with a funeral and a service and we've been spending a lot of time together talking and remembering and laughing and crying and just sharing the burdens of this difficult time together. But like I said, we look to the resurrection. We do not grieve as those who have no hope. So I'm going to read 1 Corinthians 15 for you. Paul writes, Now I would remind you, brothers, of the gospel I preached to you, which you received, in which you stand, and by which you are being saved, if you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you, as of first importance, what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the Scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. Then he appeared to more than five hundred brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to one untimely born, he appeared also to me. For I am the least of the apostles, unworthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace toward me was not in vain. 
On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me. Whether then it was I or they, so we preach, and so you believed. Now if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain, and your faith is in vain. We are even found to be misrepresenting God, because we testified about God that he raised Christ, whom he did not raise, if it is true that the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile, and you are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If in Christ we have hope in this life only, we are of all people most to be pitied. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep. For as by a man came death, by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive, but each in his own order. Christ the firstfruits, then at his coming those who belong to Christ. Then comes the end, when he delivers the kingdom to God the Father, after destroying every rule and every authority and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. For God has put all things in subjection under his feet. But when it says all things are put in subjection, it is plain that he is accepted who put all things in subjection under him. When all things are subjected to him, then the Son himself will also be subjected to him who put all things in subjection under him, that God may be all in all. Otherwise, what do people mean by being baptized on behalf of the dead? If the dead are not raised at all, why are people baptized on their behalf? Why are we in danger every hour? I protest, brothers, by my pride in you, which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord, I die every day. What do I gain if, humanly speaking, I fought with beasts at Ephesus? If the dead are not raised, let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. Do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. Wake up from your drunken stupor, as is right, and do not go on sinning. For some have no knowledge of God, I say this to your shame. But someone will ask, How are the dead raised? With what kind of body do they come? You foolish person. What you sow does not come to life unless it dies. And what you sow is not the body that is to be, but a bare kernel, perhaps of wheat or of some other grain. But God gives it a body as he has chosen and to each kind of seed its own body. For not all flesh is the same, but there is one kind for humans, another for animals, another for birds, and another for fish. There are heavenly bodies and earthly bodies, 
But the glory of the heavenly is of one kind, and the glory of the earthly is of another. There is one glory of the sun, and another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars, for star differs from star in glory. So it is with the resurrection of the dead. What is sown is perishable. What is raised is imperishable. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. If there is a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. Thus it is written, The first Adam became a living being. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. But it is not the spiritual that is first, but the natural, and then the spiritual. The first man was from the earth, a man of dust. The second man is from heaven. As was the man of dust, so also are those who are of the dust. And as is the man of heaven, so also are those who are of heaven. Just as we have borne the image of the man of dust, we shall also bear the image of the man of heaven. I tell you this, brothers, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we shall all be changed. For this perishable body must put on the imperishable, and this mortal body must put on immortality. When the perishable puts on the imperishable, and the mortal puts on immortality, then shall come to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. Amen. My father-in-law said, Amen, for the last time. We buried his body, his perishable body, in a little country cemetery. But that body will be raised. We believe in the resurrection of the dead. And we believe in the life everlasting. He believed that. He taught that. And he witnessed and testified to that. He believed that the blood of Jesus covered him from all sin. We trust in that, and we rest in that, and in that way we grieve with hope. Thanks be to God. Thanks for listening. Thanks for keeping my family in your prayers, for remembering us. God be with you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dicey Stuff, the podcast where Lois talks about this big dicey adventure called life. 
You're welcome to send your comments and feedback to DiceyStuffPodcast at gmail.com. Please, if you would, subscribe and share. Until next time, roll on, friends. <laughs>